Hello beautiful people. Today I'm going to talk about something that feels quite um, integral to my story right now. Um, and that is around home and especially or rather particularly around how I'm engaging with home in a really different way since my most recent move. So I've shared in a few different places, um, social media wise or blogging, um, that this past summer I actually moved, moved home. Um, And this move was a bit different in that it was a move only down the road from where I am, 40 minute drive away from where I was before. And the where I was before, I had been, oh gosh, I'd been about nine years. And that was the longest I'd ever lived anywhere. And so there was this weird tension for me around that because, well, as many of you have shared with me um, over the years, um, hitting that milestone can induce a kind of sense of destabilization at best, mini nervous breakdown at worst. Um, It can feel, we can get a kind of visceral response actually to kind of passing that longest I've ever lived anywhere mark. And for me, it was no different. Um, And yet I passed it and then I kept passing it and kept passing it. My, my, longest anywhere mark had been four years so I doubled that and then some um however I'd been renting for those nine years and renting I think offset this unfamiliar sense of permanence by giving me a sense of transience in that my landlords although wonderful I've been very very blessed over the years with really great landlords Um, They could sell the house out from under me at any point. The UK private rental market um, gives them that power. Um, They could sell it to another landlord who, in theory, would want me to stay on as tenant. But there was every chance I could be given my um, two, three months notice. And I think that lends itself to a sense of don't get too attached to a space. Although I have very strong nesting instincts, so I created home in that space, but I don't think I'd realised how limited it actually was until this most recent move, excuse me, because this most recent move I was buying. And that, for those TCKs out there who have done that, Um, For those TCKs out there who swore they would never do that, um, you hear me in this moment. Buying, huge deal, a huge deal on a few levels. Um, I, as as I've mentioned on my website, I think in my profile, I'm divorced. um, And I divorced when my child was quite young. And the financial position of divorcing um when in that situation it's it's massive um there's a cost 
to that decision to separate a cost that I faced. Um, I've been very, very lucky, but the idea of, I was kind of protected, I guess is what I'm saying. I was protected from the idea of buying by the sense that it would always be beyond my financial reach. And then life got more stable. And it was no longer out of reach. And that induced a kind of internal crisis in and of itself, a wonderful crisis to have, a wonderful opportunity to have, um, because the UK economy really does favour home ownership. Um, I know that's not the case everywhere. There's a good few European countries out there that really privilege um, renting, which is a wonderful thing to have choice around. But for my situation, home ownership was always going to give me more stability and crucially, my little family more stability. Um, and so what's a TCK to do? And so I've done it. I've survived. I've had my little nervous breakdown and I've been lucky enough again to to have a place that hasn't quite triggered all of the complete uprooting um, instincts, right? Because I'm only 40 minutes drive away <clears throat> from where I used to live. So I can still see people. I can still visit old familiar places. Sorry, just taking a drink because something's in my throat. So I'm not cut off from my old life. There's an opportunity here to do something new with home that actually integrates old and new lives, that integrates different parts of myself, that, that suggests a merging of different chapters rather than a hard line between them. And that's been a whole new experience for me. But being in my own home invites an engagement with these four walls that I did not have when I was renting. I was a renter that didn't paint. I did not change the fabric of the building any further than moving furniture around regularly, as many TCKs do to cope with stability. We shift furniture around because it gives us that little hit of new. It gives us that sense of control over our space. But beyond that, I hadn't really gone. New curtains, moving furniture around, sure. But choosing colours for the walls? Investing in artwork that would set a tone for a room. Having a, a garden space that I could do what I want with. All of these become invitations to express me. Where I can have control. Not immediate control, right? Because these things all cost money. So again, this prompts a kind of longevity around planning that feels very new. If I was going to change something in my immediate environment before, it needed to have kind of a quick impact. Because if I was going to be given three months notice at any point, I don't need to be investing a lot of time and money in any changes I made. I couldn't get too attached. This, where I am now, this feels like a, a long-term plan. I, I referred to it to somebody the other week as 
this is my forever home. Now, it doesn't have to be. Of course it doesn't. I could move in the future. But emotionally, I'm putting down roots. And the invitation to ask of myself, how do I want my house to look? How do I want my home to feel? It's such an invitation to find my own preferences. But here's the thing. For so many of us, we put on identities like a complete outfit. You know, those very put together people who have which top goes with which bottom, which earrings goes with with which necklace and which shoes go with those trouser bottoms and and which hat and which coat and which bag. And it, it comes as a complete outfit. Yeah. Well, many of us put on those identities as a kind of complete performance. And something that I hear a lot is, is the sense of perfectionism a lot of us feel like we need to demonstrate in those identities because they haven't integrated, right? It's not how I am as a mother. It's I need to be a good mother, ideally the best and beyond reproach. It's not how I am as a student. It's I need to be a good student. There's a, a good profile of whatever identity it is that we're stepping into. And we try and mash ourselves into that shape. For a lot of us, this is the case. I'm generalising here and it might not be resonating for you. But if it is, I want to apply that sense of there being a kind of external right way to be that identity that we're trying to find to how we manage our own home spaces too. Because what I've been finding is that walking around my home and imagining what changes I need has been this kind of tension between, well, I find myself looking at it from some kind of outside perspective and trying to find the what's the right way this room should look what's the right way to use this space what's the best configuration of furniture in here and when I'm doing that I'm trying to find some kind of external standard I'm trying to protect myself from criticism I'm trying to appease anybody who walks into my house and and say look haven't I done a good job? I have done a thing. I have been a good, competent homeowner. Look what I've done with this space. I'm basically looking externally for approval, which is something I think that is familiar to a lot of us. And instead trying to notice that tendency and drag myself back behind my own eyes and look out from my own perspective and say, for the life that I want to live, how do I want to engage with this space? It's really challenging for me. And, and honestly, because I'm wired up funny, um, I enjoy the challenge. When something's hard to do, I tend to want to lean into it. Not successfully, necessarily but enthusiastically. And something that I'm noticing at the minute is, is around my living space, my living area. Some of us call them living rooms. Um, 
mine's a kind of living room come dining room. It's where the sofa and TV is, right? It's where I'm going to entertain. And this is possibly the most public space in the house. And the agonising over colour configuration and seating configuration and what furniture should be in here and photo frames. It's been fascinating to watch myself wrestle with this from their perspective or from mine dichotomy. And today I'm really excited because um, a piece of artwork has arrived. I've been really looking forward to hanging up and I'm immediately looking around the room going, but does it fit with the look? Does it look like it makes sense to this room? What will people think about this configuration of colour and style? Because I'm very eclectic and so there isn't really any kind of um, cohesive um, story necessarily that any one room tells. Because let's face it, my identity is fragmented. And so for me to integrate who I am into this house, into this space, it's going to look a little bit like a puzzle piece with another puzzle piece and another puzzle piece. And we're not quite sure what the completed picture was yet. And trying to make peace with that, I think, is my current challenge. And I wanted to share that with you. Because where I want to get to, and this is a therapist in process, right? Where I want to get to is where I can fully own my style choices in my space and own them without apology or shame or fear of anybody else's reactions and just enjoy them, claim them as part of who I am stand by those decisions even if other people don't get it even if other people don't like it and that's a challenge for us right because one of the things that a lot of us have learned to do to make ourselves socially safe is to make sure people feel comfortable in our presence and for me hosting and and being a good host is a really big part of that so i want people to enjoy the space that i offer them not just because I'm a nice person, but frankly, because it makes me safer. They might like me more, right? But that's a safety behaviour and the number of times we can compromise our own sense of self in that transaction. It costs us. And perhaps in previous chapters of my life, that cost was worth it because of the insecurity of my story. Because my social embeddedness wasn't secured. But now, maybe now I can afford to offend a few gazes by jarring juxtapositions of light and colour and shape and maybe I can just splatter my sense of self onto the walls of my home and just like it. And I would extend that invitation to you. And I'd love to hear how this has landed for you actually. 
I know these issues are so often shared and it can be really important to know that in the process that we're engaged in, somebody else is there too. So I share my story today and I hope that it encourages you in yours. Thank you for listening. Bye.